0: Good morning, and welcome in, everybody. Today, we're going to take a look at a passage of Scripture, but before we do that, I wanted to ask you a little question. How many of you have sat down at the supper table getting ready to enjoy a good dinner when a bowl of lettuce and vegetables is placed in front of you? And you begin to roll your eyes because you can't stand them. So you push the bowl back towards the center of the table, and then you reach for your plate instead. Well, when your dad walks by... He looks at you and he removes your plate and places your bowl back in front of you. Instead of humbly submitting to his wishes, you continue to resist him. And once again, you push the vegetables back into the center of the table. And this reminds me of the Christian life. This is a fairly simple analogy, but this is exactly what people do to God each and every day. Jesus cares for us so much that he laid down his own life for our salvation but instead of lovingly submitting to God's will, many people continue to resist and push away the things of his Holy Spirit. Certain Jews did it in the past, and there are Christians who continue to do it today. Look at Acts 7 verse 51 says this, "Ye stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, you do always resist the Holy Ghost. As your fathers did, so do ye. We are called to obey those who have authority over us, like a child obeys their dad or a wife obeys her husband. When people refuse to obey, they are often called stiff-necked. They are stubborn and proud and too arrogant to lovingly submit to the will of those who are over them. And this is the way that many people treat God and the things of the Holy Spirit. They reject his will and they won't submit to his purpose for them. They refuse to repent and turn away from their sins. And in that state, their pride has gotten the best of them. They have stepped into the snare of the devil and have become trapped by their own obstinate disobedience. This is not love for God, it's hatred. And those who choose that path will reap what they sow. Jeremiah 17.23 says, but they obeyed not. Neither inclined their ear, but made their neck stiff that they might not hear nor receive instruction. Some people who have been baptized in the Christian faith will begin the Christian walk, having the seed of God's word planted into their hearts. But after a certain period of time, a willful streak of rebellion will appear. And instead of submitting to what they have been taught, they simply won't endure. Mark 4, beginning at verse 18 says... And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entering in, choke the word and it becometh unfruitful. Matthew 24, verse 13 says, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. So you see through an obstinate heart, some are gonna resist the will of God. And in that state and without repentance, obviously, will forfeit their salvation. Romans 2, verse 5 says, After thy hardness and impenitent heart treasurest up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God, who will render to every man according to his deeds. To them who by patient continuance and well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life. But unto them that are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath, tribulation, and anguish, "'upon every soul of man that doeth evil, "'of the Jew first and also of the Gentile. "'But glory, honor, and peace to every man "'that worketh good, to the Jew first "'and also to the Gentile. "'For there is no respect of persons with God.'" Someone who is stiff-necked is contentious, and they fight openly against the truth of Scripture. They're very proud and unwilling to do the things that God desires of them. They will refuse to change and to obey Filled with such obstinacy that they won't listen to biblical instruction and guidance. These people will rise up within a church trying to lead many astray with them as they arrogantly turn their ears away from the truth. Second Timothy 4, verse 1, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers, having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. You know, pride is a complete opposite of humility, as different as light is from dark. And the more pride is present in somebody's heart, the more resistant they will be. To God's will. Some people in the church are like children in a home who willfully resist the authority of their own dad. Why do you think that so many of them end up eventually being disciplined in jails and other correctional facilities? God blesses humble obedience, but He will punish those who resist authority. Rebelling against the truth does not bring salvation, but eternal damnation. A true man of God preaches obedience to the Lord, but you must remember God killed Hananiah for teaching rebellion against him, and God will do it again. Jeremiah 28, beginning of verse 16 says, Therefore thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will cast thee from off the face of the earth this year thou shalt die, because thou hast taught rebellion against the Lord. So Hananiah the prophet died the same year in the seventh month. Look at Proverbs 17, verse 11, says, An evil man seeketh only rebellion. Therefore, a cruel messenger shall be sent against him. Many people profess the Christian faith, but some of them are reprobates concerning the faith. And what this kind of person is, they they deviate and they turn aside from what is morally right. Instead of submitting themselves to the teachings of Scripture, they follow the path of disobedience. Will result in punishment. Again, God is not mocked, and their open resistance to his will is going to bring upon them public shame. Like manure on a clean white garment, their deeds will be exposed for all to see. 2 Timothy 3, verse 8 says, Now as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith, but they shall proceed no further. For their folly shall be manifest unto all men, as theirs also was. Proverbs 11, verse 2, When pride cometh, then cometh shame. Proverbs sixteen eighteen: Pride goeth before destruction, and an haughty spirit before a fall. It is a devil who completely rebels and resists the will of God. He feels that he is superior to God. And shortly before the return of our Lord Jesus Christ, he's going to usurp over everything that is called God. Usurping authority is one of the works of the devil, a sinful and obstinate act that many women commit each and every day against men. 1 Timothy 2.12 says, But I suffer not a woman to teach, nor to usurp authority over the men, but to be in silence. Not everybody receives grace in the sight of God, because it is granted to those who are humble before him. James 4.6 Look at Psalms One forty-seven, verse 6 says, The Lord lifteth up the meek. He casteth the wicked down to the ground. In order to get to heaven, people must repent inwardly. Otherwise, they will perish. And this goes far beyond what people see on the exterior. It will require godly sorrow and a complete change of one's heart from the inside out. Deuteronomy 10.16 says, Circumcise, therefore, the foreskin of your heart. And be no more stiff-necked. People can get a long way in their life when they submit and obey authority. Obedience is first learned in the home. And hopefully you will learn to respect those who have authority over you and humbly eat your vegetables. So let's think about uh, these things for right now. We can be found on your web browser by searching JBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated or affiliated with any other religious groups and you can get our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose that you could find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to you all and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye everybody.